0: Welcome to End Goals, an LCMS Youth Ministry podcast. I'm host, Reverend Mark Kiesling, and I'm with DCE, Juliana Schultz. We are here to bring parents, church workers, and lay leaders discussions and resources to help your youth ministry meet its end goal, which is young people who are disciples of Jesus Christ for life. Today, we're going to talk about sharing the experience of the 2022 LCMS Youth Gathering Back Home.
1: Now, we have to start by being a little honest, Mm -hmm. in that we are recording this podcast in May. Uh (laughs) So we really hope that you are gonna be gracious and that the gathering went super well and that (laughs) it may seem a little odd, but we are usually very, very exhausted directly after the gathering. And while we wanted to make sure we shared this information with you, we wanted it to be helpful and not just the sound of us snoring. So if we fail to mention some big moment that occurred that everyone's talking about, now you know why. Mm
0: And we know that you might be exhausted too. The gathering is a big event with so many different opportunities to learn and grow. And certainly you worked hard in your preparation as well. And we know that groups can run from early until very late and still not get to see and experience everything. Leading a group at the gathering is no easy task. And often adult leaders get even less sleep than their teens.
1: <laughs> so hopefully you all are at home, that you've had a few nights of good rest, and that the gathering is behind you. You're look-backing fondly. And you're starting to look towards planning for the 2025 event in New Orleans. But for this podcast, you want to hit pause and remind you to spend some time debriefing and sharing the experience from the 2022 youth gathering back at home.
0: So one of the first key places we want youth to share their experience of the gathering is with their family back home. It can be hard for teens to explain everything they experienced. And while you're going to have some youth who will give a play-by-play of everything they did, others will resort to maybe one-word answers.
1: Mark, when you reported back to your parents as a teen, were you a one-word kind of guy? I, or...
0: I was a one-word answer guy. Yeah, absolutely.
1: yes. I was play-by-play, play, uh, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, as you can imagine, I like to tell stories, and I told every single story multiple times, right? So you're gonna have all, and everything in between, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So one of the ways you can encourage youth to share their experience with their parents is to give the parents, in particular, some prompts or questions to ask their child, right? So not not just well, how is the gathering, right? Mm -hmm. Because hopefully they say, great, (laughs) and maybe that's it. So a little bit of insight on the things that they can ask can help kickstart that conversation. Maybe you take a few notes after each of your community group times every day or from the mass events that can help give parents some piece of conversation that they can start with. So what are some questions that are a little more pointed that can Mm -hmm. maybe help you that conversation ball rolling Mm -hmm. down that hill? Mm -hmm.
0: Another way that you can help share the experience with parents is by finding a way to collect pictures for them to see. Most of Gen Z is taking pictures on their phone but they may not share them always on social media. Maybe having a Dropbox or shared album can let them create a bank of photos that parents can look back and see how, what their child did. And you can know, see those interactions they did the time with their own church group, those types of things, again, be able to remember that experience, be able to talk about it as well.
1: Right. I think it was really mind-blowing for me the first time my parents saw some of the things of The Gathering on social media. Now, I'm a planner, so I've been talking about it for months and months and months but they were like oh that's what you meant right uh so sometimes having some pictures to prompt either some memories or just some ideas for oh that's what that Mm -hmm. looks like that gigantic wall of velcro that you right like what Mm -hmm. would that supposed Mm -hmm. to look like now we know no group gets to the gathering on their own usually there's lots of supporters who help with prayers and fundraising and support and more when you return You want to make sure that those supporters hear about what that experience was like, right? Help them to understand what it is that they were supporting when they were buying your brownies <laughs> or when they were uh-huh. sitting in that spaghetti dinner, when they were joining that trivia night. Connecting back with them can really help close that circle and help encourage them as well in hearing about what your young people experience.
0: Now, there are a lot of places you can share that information with supporters in your congregation. Uh, you might do that during a Christian education hour. We've seen churches maybe invite congregational members to a thank you dinner and spread the youth out at every table to share those stories and those pictures and be able to hear what they experienced in Houston. But however you do it, Be sure to set it up so it can happen while the memories are fresh in your teen's mind. So maybe if you haven't set the schedule, probably do that now. Be thinking about, you know, in late July, August, you know, that type of thing where you'd be able to have that time with your supporters.
1: Yeah. And outside of pictures, one of the things that I found really helpful is when I would take young people on a trip like this, I would pull out my phone, which obviously now is a video camera, and capture them in just very tiny segments doing talking head videos. So kind of documentary style, just them, maybe up against a wall in a hallway where you ask them some questions about what they're experiencing in the moment. Sometimes it can be hard to think Think back to all the little pieces that happened in the event. So having these videos helps capture key moments for your young people, but it also helps you to have a gathering of these these videos that you can share with other adults to help them understand what happened during the event. This is particularly great if you have a few students who maybe are a little nervous about Mm -hmm. talking up front in front of everyone. Maybe them being able to share a little bit about their experience helps them to share that without necessarily having all the awkwardness of standing in front of a group. But it also helps those supporters hear and see the value that the gathering has. Reverend John Denzer is the Director of Worship at the Office of National Mission, and he directed our worship service at the gathering. One really fascinating thing about the gathering theme and verses, that we were in Colossians, we made that plan, and then, come to find out, that is a part of our lectionary right around the time of the gathering. So for people who maybe don't know, what is our lectionary, and did we anticipate this? <laughs>
2: yeah, how, how does your pastor pick all those readings, and why are they different every week? Well, right. Actually, he doesn't pick them probably. He probably uses the lectionary one or the other out of our hymnals. These are uh, order of readings, which is really helpful so that the pastor doesn't just pick his favorite five verses every week and you get bored. But we actually get to hear, as it says in the scriptures, the whole counsel of God. But I just assumed that the gathering had planned this because the reading that we have, this epistle from Colossians 1, that Christ Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, the one in whom all things hold together, the first, the preeminent one in all things. It's the reading right between last week's epistle from Colossians and now this Sunday's epistle from
1: Colossians. Not planned. I was at the theme and never heard that reference. And so that was definitely a pleasant surprise.
2: Yeah, the Lord sees to it, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: absolutely. One of those moments where we, we know that God is working in and through even the selection of, of the verses that we'll focus on for the gathering. So... Oh. For a, an adult leader who came to the gathering, maybe he doesn't have you know plans. You're hopefully you're going to be in worship, but maybe he's not planning worship. But for maybe a pastor who's listening, or for an adult leader who wants to pass this on to a pastor, how might you use those readings to be able to share the experience of the gathering?
2: Yeah. So the theme of the gathering is in all things, and it comes from this passage in Colossians where it says, "In Christ, all things hold together," and that Christ is preeminent in all things. That means he's the number one. It means he was before all things from eternity, but also that he is the one who holds it all together. He's the one who reconciles everything that's been broken by sin and death and destruction. And uh, and the last uh, verse of our little uh, focus here for the gathering is that he reconciles all things to himself, to Jesus, whether in earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. And so we've just spent these past days at the gathering in Houston, focusing on what Jesus has done, how his creation that was beautiful has been marred by our sin. And and our lives, of course, have their destruction as well. And we know the deep guilt that we often feel when we come to realize our sins and their effects on our neighbors and on ourselves. And yet Christ Jesus has brought it all together. He has shed his blood for us. He's put himself as an exchange to to reconcile us, to bring us and to give us peace with God. So so we've heard that and we've heard we've had that for worship and now pastors if you're stepping up to preach this Sunday you've got the very next phrase. I'll read just a little bit of it. It says that you were once alienated, hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, right? But now Jesus has reconciled us in the body of his flesh by his death. To do what? To present us holy And blameless and above reproach before him if indeed you continue in the faith stable and steadfast not shifting from the hope of the gospel that you've heard this is so fantastic because even though Paul was writing this to the to the Colossians really this is something we could say to all of us who've gone to the gathering this week right yes yes we were lost in our sins we've been reminded of the forgiveness of sins in Jesus this week and What's the goal? That we would continue in this great life that Jesus has for us. That in all things, we would continue to be in him. All things were created through him and for him and by him, including us. And he wants nothing that, less than that we would be with Jesus now, not just for one week, not just in a foreign, strange place like Houston or or a beloved place like Houston, but that even as we go back to our regular lives, our, our usual place of being, that we, and, and that place too, would be included in Jesus Christ, would be comprehended by him, would be forgiven by him, and be sanctified by him, and be at peace in him.
1: Such a great thing, not only for us to have heard at the gathering, but for you to share with your congregation back home. So if you are a pastor listening to this, it sounds like Reverend Desert just gave you a great outline for a sermon. That's
2: right. You're probably exhausted. You probably got no sleep. You had to drive that bus all the way home, right? And well, yeah, take it easy and just relax and rest in the peace that Jesus has given us. All things are taken care of by him.
1: And if your pastor wasn't there, this is a great place for you to share that and maybe hear a little bit about the theme. There's more about the theme that's available still on on the website that if people wanted to take from that and include it. But it it fits so perfectly into what we hope pastors will also be sharing with our congregations about Colossians in the weeks around the gathering. And so we are so grateful that we have a God who gives us his word that lets us share it not just at the gathering, but then with our congregations back home as well.
0: Yeah, amen. Another group that you might want to share the experience with are junior high or even grade school students, you know, future gathering participants. This audience may be less on your radar, but those junior high and older grade school students are the next group you'll be taking to the gathering in New Orleans. And it can be a great way to find a time to talk to them directly about the gathering, what to expect and why it was valuable. And sharing those stories, they're able to gain excitement for what they can join together in 2025 and beyond.
1: Another place that it can be important for you to talk about how to share about the gathering is to help your students think about how they share the gathering experience with their peers, right? It's a really unique experience to go to the Mm -hmm. gathering. And maybe your young people have been sharing it on social media and talking to their friends about it. But it might be one of those hard things that youth experience is to be with this tight-knit group of your youth group for five days or more and experiencing the body of Christ in this vast and beautiful new way. Mm -hmm. And then they spend time in God's Word and they sing and they listen to speakers and then they return home. And that can be hard for them to reconnect to everyday life. It can be even harder for them to hold hold on to maybe the importance and priority of their faith life that they desired while they were at the gathering as they experienced God's gifts. And so being able to make that transition back can be particularly hard for young people. So it's important to talk now and over the mm-hmm. next few weeks as you reconnect your young people back into everyday life about how they're thinking about the gathering, how they're holding on to some of the things they learned at the gathering, mm-hmm. and how are they talking about it with their friends.
0: Yes, yeah, so you might be able to Introduce or think through some spaces that they'd be able to practice talking with their friends and classmates and teammates about the gathering. Help them to think through where they might have some challenges in that. And if you're preemptive, this can be a really great opportunity for them to share the good news that God is in all things and with those around them.
1: Right? And so as they think about how they might be talking about what that experience is, encouraging them to think about how they might use that as an opportunity to share more about their faith, right? And maybe hopefully get some young people thinking about and connected to maybe even their home congregation. We always say it, hopefully you've heard it a lot, the gathering is more than five days and certainly we are going to start this series with this podcast and a few others that are going to come in the weeks following that will help you hopefully transition to thinking about the gathering as a starting gate rather than a finish line right that we're thinking about hey this isn't this moment and hey we're done and we got a nap and now we're good but how is this maybe going to kickstart what you're doing beyond the gathering between now and the 2025 gathering we hope that in doing so we can help you tell the story not just of the gathering but god who is in all things so a couple of closing questions for you to consider first how are you helping parents connect with their youth about the experience of the gathering
0: Have you scheduled something to connect with your supporters?
1: And finally, have you started to identify some of those key moments at the gathering that can help you moving forward in youth ministry? We will continue to keep you in our prayers as you continue to recover, take some extra naps, and think about how you can share the experience of the gathering that you and your youth had with the many people around them in their lives.
0: Engel's podcast is a production of LCMS Youth Ministry and KFUO Radio. To find out more about LCMS Youth Ministry or find links to resources mentioned, go to kfuo.org slash youth ministry. Thank you for listening and caring for the young people of our church.